This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to Miracle Moment. This is the new mommy season that will absolutely rock your world, up-level your mama game, and skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Ray Ireland, and brand new mama. Like every new mama out there, I enjoyed those quiet, precious moments of those first few months. But after that, there was this stirring in my heart to lean back into business and activate my entrepreneurial brain. I went into a business partnership with a financially failing podcast production company and turned it into a multi-six-figure production house with over 65 million downloads in just a few months. It's been a roller coaster, and I've learned some unforgettable lessons. As a mompreneur, I know how challenging it can be to balance work, family, and self-care and still see the everyday miracles. So each week, I'll share stories of women who have defied the odds to pursue their dreams of motherhood while also building successful businesses. This show will open your eyes so you can see the miracles around you. With more awareness, more miracles will show up. Light a fire in your soul, mamas. You deserve it. The episode that I have been promising you all for a very long time, I will be sharing our birth story, how Rafa came into the world. And it was different than what I imagined it being. I think a lot of women say that about their births or their birth journeys. And I really want to just emphasize the piece that I got from it, which is each mom will receive the exact medicine she needs through the journey of her pregnancy and birth. And one thing that I really got was how to open to receive more than I think is possible in a specific moment. So I'll share the the journey. I'm going to do the shorter version for you all. (laughs) But really, I want to share some of the challenges and fears that came up and how I was able to overcome them and the understanding that I have on the other side of them as well. And so for any expecting moms, just so you know, trigger warning, plan didn't go as I wanted it. And we did end up doing a C-section. So I just want all the expecting mamas that are out there to know what you're getting into in this episode. And what I will say is I had been, for the most part, not wanting to listen to any other stories except for ones of very easy, quick, painless births. And I do think that helped me mentally prepare for what I was going to be going into. But on the other side, it was about two months before Rafa came, we decided to do a birth course through through our doctor's like health center. And so many people had recommended it and said it was amazing. So we went in and it was just a short course. It was like a month long. But I remember feeling like they were going over things that I didn't want to even think about, like C-sections or different medications and all this stuff, because they were really talking to a varied audience of women that wanted to give birth in different ways, all within the hospital setting. So there was that piece of commonality because we were all under the same doctor. But I remember 
during it being like, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to even know about this. I'm not doing it. I'm doing a natural birth. I'm not going to need that. And in the end, when I was in the experience, boy, was I grateful that I had that knowledge and understanding and I was able to really have a clear head around decisions. And I just understood what they were talking about as well. So that was really empowering. Yeah, just wanted to share that as a little forewarning before we go into the story, but let's dive in. So I was totally planning on staying at my house for as long as possible. Our doctor joked saying, stay there until you see hair coming out, which is obviously a bit of an exaggeration. But, you know, I was thinking like, I'm going to really push it. I'm gonna, I'm strong. I got this. I'm going to stay home as long as possible. And when the labor and the contractions began and those surges, I really was excited and I surrendered into it. And I was just, I was really excited because I was at, I was basically at that two week mark. And so there was a bit of a timeline because I was giving birth in the hospital that said, if you go beyond it, like we're going to need to do Pitocin and go on that journey, which I was really trying to avoid. So anyways, I was with my doula and we're working through just everything possible and to just start to really get this process going. So once it started, I was really excited. And what happened was it came in these waves where some people call it like fake labor or this or that, but it really, it felt like I was full on in labor. But then during the day, the surges were more spaced out. And so at night it would hit me, surges more spaced out. So I was like, okay, obviously like we're not fully in that zone yet. But then we got into the zone where the surges were coming every three to five minutes and they lasted for quite a while. And so I ended up staying at my house for about probably a bit over 40, 48 hours in that experience, using the bathtub, really having support from Sammy. The doula came near the end and I just felt like, wow, I'm really doing this. We're doing this. Baby's coming. And I remember it got to a point where our doula, who had not done any cervical checks, said, okay, I think you're ready. Let's we could go to the hospital, but we don't have to rush. There's no rush. So we make our way there. And yes, it was uncomfortable and intense. And I won't go into all those details. We're going to get to the really juicy, beautiful opening part that happened. (laughs) So we get to the hospital. And once we're there, find out that we are very much less dilated than expected. And they said, you could, you can go home if you want. And I was like, Absolutely not. There's no way. Luckily, and there's just synchronicity in the way that these things work. There was no one, there was barely anyone in the hospital that night. So they were like, well, you can just stay here, which was great. I wanted to get comfy. I wanted to just drop into my zone there and set up camp, (laughs) so to speak. And basically the journey just kept going on and on and on. I'm not even going to go into too many details because basically it just went on a lot longer than we all thought. And of course, during this time, I was thinking, is there something wrong? And then I would answer myself inside my head saying, stop thinking that everything's fine. You're good. We've trained for this. Like we're opening, we're opening, breathing, opening. (laughs) And it was just like this back and forth internal dialogue. And I really kept strong. And I was really on the journey of not wanting to use any medication. And so it just kept going on and on in the shower, out of the shower, Sammy's feeding me apple juice out of the squeezy packs. Dula and Sammy are taking rotations and taking naps and sleeping. And 
it's just going on and on, you guys. And it was like, wow, this is definitely more challenging than I thought. And Sammy even asked me that at one point. He goes, is this harder than what you thought? Is this harder than some of the other things that you've done in life that you thought were the hardest? And I remember looking at him and just being like, yes. Like I could barely even say it. Just like, yes, this is crazy hard. Hey there, fabulous mamapreneurs. I've got something super special for you. Introducing Giggles and Growth, hilarious reflection prompts for the mamapreneur. So just picture this. You're journaling your way through prompts that have you giggling and reflecting like never before. Ever wondered what your business would say if it could talk? Or how about sharing the funniest thing your kids have ever said about your work? But here's the best part. These prompts aren't just about having a good laugh. They're an incredible investment in yourself and your journey as a mompreneur. Taking time for giggles and growth means giving yourself the gift of self-discovery, clarity, and personal growth. As you reflect on these entertaining prompts, you'll gain valuable insights into your business, your role as a mom and as an entrepreneur, and even find hidden gems of wisdom. And the cherry on top? It's absolutely free. No cost, no catch, just a joy-filled opportunity to embrace laughter while empowering yourself. So what are you waiting for? Unleash your laughter and embrace the growth with giggles and growth. Click the link in the show notes or visit www.rayireland.com slash giggles dash and dash growth to grab your copy now. Let's make your entrepreneurial journey even more fabulous. Get your giggles and growth freebie today, mamas. You deserve it. I remember looking at him and just being like, yes. Like I could barely even like say it, you know, just like, yes, this is crazy hard. Um, And I'm here for it, but wow. And so I was in the shower. I think this is like the third time I was in the shower. And by the way, I would go in the shower for like periods of three hours and then come out and in and out. And I remember this third time I was in the shower, it wasn't helping at all. And I was like, I just had this moment with God. And so let me backtrack into why I had really wanted to have this unmedicated experience. Some of you that are listening might be like, girl, why didn't you get the epidural? What was going on? And so here's the backtrack of the story. I had heard this beautiful like poem metaphor about a mom when she's going through the journey of giving birth, how she actually leaves her body, goes up to the cosmos, up to the stars with her soul, not her physical body, right? Her physical body is going through this whole journey, but her soul goes up into the cosmos and actually finds her baby's soul and grabs them and brings them back to earth and then brings them into their bodies and then they get birthed. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that it just moved me the first time I heard it. I was like, I just know that's the experience that is there for me to have. And so at this point in the shower, I'm thinking, I feel like I've been out of my body for a long time now. And it just, I asked God, God, what do you want me to do here? What else can I do? And I heard God say, it doesn't always have to be hard. You always pick the hardest path because you think that's what's going to prove your strength or prove your love or prove your worthiness. And that is not it this time. What if it can be easier? 
And I just immediately heard like epidural and I knew. And so I actually just finished up the shower. I stepped outside and I looked at my doula and I said, it's time for the epidural. And we had this agreement that I could say that. And she would actually hold space for me to say it to see if that would release the energy in itself. And then I would move on and continue on with doing it unmedicated. And I said it and I just looked at her and I knew so deep down within me that I was decided. I had my spiritual experience. I had actually gone out of body. I had been calling in my baby's soul. And now it was just time for actually the physical action of giving birth. And she looked at me and she said, I actually think this is a good idea. (laughs) which when you have a trained doula who's been doing this for so many years, then hundreds upon hundreds of births, when she says that, it really felt confirming. So anyways, flash forward, there's a series and a journey in terms of all the steps that we took, but what ended up at the end happening was a C-section. And I remember our doctor who we specifically had chosen because he had the biggest, like one of the highest rates for births in a hospital without C-section. Once he said, okay, I think we got to really think about this. It was a time to test the support team I had chosen, you know, and my intuition around why I wanted to be in the hospital in the first place and why I chose these doctors and all this stuff. And I just surrendered and I said, okay, let's see this baby. And I remember it was so amazing because it was like 20 minutes after and my baby was in my arms, healthy, pure, sucking on my nipple, just getting all these nutrients, receiving all of our love. And I were just crying. It was just so beautiful and so unscratched. And I'm so grateful because when they did do the C-section, he had flipped over. He was going like up the spine. They had to really pull him down to get him out. And the doctors said, It's rare when that happens, but that happens. And good thing we didn't wait longer because it would have put his health at risk. So it was just such a journey of really tuning in with God and trusting my intuition every step of the way, even if it made my plan totally shift and change into something totally different. And I had a lot of people ask me after the birth if it was traumatic having a certain game plan and having to switch over. And I said, no, because the whole point of all the mindset work, all of the things that I listened to and didn't listen to beforehand and all sorts of stuff was to prepare me for what happened. And first and foremost, number one part of the whole experience was to have safe and healthy baby and mama safe, baby safe, mama healthy, baby healthy. And that's what happened. So I couldn't have been happier. And it was such a practice of releasing control and surrender. And just also for me, being someone that usually takes the harder path to prove something, usually just to myself, but sometimes to others, I got to really release that and surrender. And I think it was one of the first biggest lessons I received in stepping into mamahood, which has totally translated in so many ways that I'm still unraveling around what is the easier path that I can take here that is just going to be easier for all involved and may actually be more aligned with God's path. So there is my abridged version of my and Rafa's birth story. And I hope you get to see a little glimmer of what can be possible on the other side. I do think that there's some cellular trauma that I 
have been in the practice of healing in terms of really like letting the cells come back into its fullness and form, just going through any type of surgery. But, you know, on the emotional and spiritual side, I didn't really feel like I needed to do too much healing or rewiring because I was just so happy and in that state of gratitude. So that's what I invite into everyone's pregnancy journey is just the state of gratitude and acceptance. And wow, whatever journey the baby comes through, that's also part of his story. That's the beginning of his story. And so releasing that I did anything wrong or there was something else I could have done that wasn't in my control, releasing that and being like, wow, okay, Rafa, that's how you started your journey. So that's part of your story. So the full surrender, the full initiation into motherhood via the birth portal. Oh, it's so powerful. Anyways, tune back in. The next episode is going to be amazing because we're actually going to continue on this journey of really celebrating this family bond as I get intimate with you all. And I'm going to be bringing my mom, Mama Rose, or now Nana Rose, in to talk about traditions and some beautiful, beautiful stories. So definitely make sure you check out next week's episode. We'll see you there. Hey, mamas. That's a wrap for another epic episode on Miracle Moment, the new mommy season. Catch me on the internet at Ray Ireland, sharing this wild mamapreneur life. And don't forget to check out www.rayireland.com freebies for all the resources and support while building your soul-aligned business. Are you feeling the miracles coming your way? Stay blessed, ride this miracle vibe all day long, and remember, it's all about the journey. Catch you on the next episode. Thank you.